Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. Chris Curtis has won 9 of 10. That is his 30th professional MMA win. Coming into this fight, win, lose, or draw, I was happy with it. Chris Action Man Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. <laughs> Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I getting started. We're going to be talking a lot about this uh, upcoming uh, Adesanya Strickland card this Saturday from um, Australia. And uh, we have uh, Chris Curtis, who's good friends with Sean Strickland, will be on with us today. They train together. And... Um, we were going to have Jared Cannon here, but he's the backup for that fight, and he's in Australia. So maybe with the time difference, he's just not available. He may be in a certain sleep schedule or something. So uh, we're supposed to have him, but we won't. Jimmy. Yes, sir. What time? Because it's in Australia. What time are the fights this weekend? That's what I want to know. Ah, that's good question. That's what all the viewers want to know. 6.30 p.m. early prelims. Uh, 8 p.m is the uh, ESPN uh, prelims, and the main card starts at 10. Oh, it's I normal. I don't know what time that is for them, though. Well, more importantly for us. Aw. How are far? You, are you tuckered out? I'm tuckered out. I didn't sleep well last night, and we did some no-gi rolling today, which mm-hmm. was very good, practicing rear naked chokes. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back-taking and rear naked chokes. Oh. Um, yeah, just working on again. It's just getting the mechanics of which which hand goes over which hand when you slide it, you know, so you wind up on your bicep and not all over the place. You know, little left and right things and which one goes on top. That 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 takes a while. Yeah, well, you're taking it like a bird to flight. You understand? Thank you. I'm happy. I'm happy that you're in there. It. And it probably gives you even more of a a a, a deeper appreciation. For what the, the the fine athletes in the UFC are doing, because you get a little, yeah. idea, a little idea when you're in your little tussles, yeah, tussling around in your gi, huh? yeah. And when you feel, uh, he was showing me today too. What happens if you can't get the neck? Oh, like if you happen to lock on the lower jaw, and how you can lock that up and twist it, and it really hurts. Like it's very unpleasant. And he said you push the jaw back into the windpipe, and I'm like, yeah, right, that's. Then you see how that feels, and you're like, yeah, that really sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. 
No, nah, yeah, it sucks. But it's good, Jimmy. You're developing a superpower learning your jiu-jitsu. Um, yo, what about Sean Strickland? Going all the way to Australia. Yeah. Fighting in enemy territory and not giving an F about it. He really is. He really is an original. That he doesn't Sean care. Strickland. Yeah, I agree. He, he truly does not care. Yep. You know? Um, he was on the the Joe Rogan experience. And I seen clips and there's, you know, thank goodness we have this sport for a guy like Sean Strickland. Cause I don't know if he'd be able to exercise his demons any other way Agreed. or by participating in a sport like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I don't think he can get this frustrations out on the golf course. I don't think it's, you know, the same thing, Jimmy. Yeah, I agree. And I do think that he's one of those guys that the only reason he's not in, in more tussles is because he's a professional. He knows that legally it would be a big problem for him. Uh, but he seems like a guy who's, who's very comfortable. I think he said to us one time that he would like, he likes, like if, if he's in an argument with somebody, he'll say things to try to get them to throw the first punch. So then he's in the clear. But uh, yeah, he's not a guy to fuck with in public. He's not one of those guys who will just let you keep poking him without responding. Oh, shit, man. Tyson Pedro, let me ask you. Is he, and, uh, let's, say, let me ask, let's ask Jake, the producer. Is he going down in a weight class? No, I he was see, always a light heavyweight. But I seen him on Unbedded, Embedded. He looked really, like, slender. Am I way off in this? He's fighting light heavyweight against uh, Anton, uh, Tur- how do you say his last name? Turkaj, or is the, is the L silent or no? I want to make sure I don't be... Something different about Tyson Pedro. He looks, I think, in either in, he's in more in shape or, yeah, maybe, maybe he's more in shape because he's always been a light heavyweight. Maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm way off. Maybe he just, maybe his body shaped up a little differently. I don't know. All I know is, I was eating my lunch, and they're like, "What are you watching there, Taya Tuavasa?" And I thought he's gonna watch because he's like smiling in the, in the car. He's watching a pimple popper show, so I had the I had the really, oh Doctor Pimple Popper, yeah. I can't watch that show, dude. It's Ugh. a great show. Stop, stop. I do like that. No, it's gross. What do you think? Yes. Anyway, I'm not. I, I I can pop my own pimples, or like my kids or my wife's or something. I can pop a zit, but I'm yeah. not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, it's not. It's not like what I like to do for pleasure is watch. People popping zits. Anyway, Jimmy. Turkal. Uh, sorry, Turkal. He's Anton Turkal is fighting uh, uh, Tyson Pedro. That's the opening fight of the main card. I thought you were doing some kind of bird call to me. I was not. You're going to call, to call. I was going to go, oh, <laughs> No, I was not. <laughs> Jimmy, what's new yes. in the world of stand up comedy? Are you, are you working out new bits? Always. Done. I'm always working on new bits, always trying. To get something uh, done, but yeah, I mean that's that's all it is. It's go out and do gigs, um, and you know you hope that it uh, goes well. Tonight, actually, I'm going to be at the Fat Black Pussycat. It's been selling out every Wednesday. If you want to come, 7 p.m. It's a small room, and Chris Curtis is in the in the waiting room. Let's bring in uh, Chris Curtis. What up? Hey, Chris. What's up, Chris? How's everything, buddy? What's going on, Matt, sir? How are you doing? Good, man. Now, you did not take the... Uh, is that OJ on your shirt? 
Yes. Oh, what, what does it say? What does that say? Mostly, uh, mostly peaceful. peaceful. <laughs> that's mostly. That's yep. hysterical. Um, that's is that a statement about protests? <laughs> no, it's just. It's just I'm <laughs> that's funny. It's hysterical. Mostly peaceful. <laughs> the action man. That's pretty much. That's just pretty much just the way you fight, right? Well, who gave you that nickname? No, it was uh, <laughs> one of my best friends. Uh, when I was 16, man, we uh, we ended up uh, doing some dumb shit. I was trying to escape a girl's bedroom and her dad came home. I had to dive out of a second story window. <laughs> oh, that's how you became the action man. Yeah, that, that, that's where the nickname came from. It's what I've had it since I was 16. <laughs> yeah. oh. What a great way to get it. What a great way yeah. to get it. Oh, I like broke my ankle. Like, I, it was great, but like I like it, it was a good good time. But uh, turns out in real life, like it's not like fucking movies at all. Man, like, you you know you can't like jump out of a window of being two hundred twenty pounds and grab a tree branch. Like I, it's not gonna support your weight. That's not how gravity works. <laughs> true, man. Yeah, yeah. We you know lesson learned. <laughs> did he know you were there? Did he find out where you laying in the yard, and, or what happened? Did you actually get away? Oh no, he saw me running. <laughs> so as he comes upstairs, I just dive out of a window. Like, haha. Because I'm like, you know, I'm 16, I'm stupid. I'm like, I can survive this. Like, I've seen like Indiana Jones do this shit. I can do if Harrison Ford can do it, I can do it. So I like jump out the window, grab a tree branch, thinking like, okay, like I'm gonna grab it, then I'll like drop the next one. I hit that tree branch. I'm like 220, 210 at the time. So I hit that branch. It just snaps right the fuck off. <laughs> like, nah. So I fall, hit the next, like, hit the next tree. So I just hit like every branch on the way down, hit the ground. Finally, like pretty break. I break my ankle, but I hit the ground into a roll and come up running, dive into the car. We take off. So uh, there was a cartoon when we were back in the day called the action man. He used to do crazy stunts and shit. So he was like, oh, I'm running away like a goddamn action man, as my friend said. So the name stuck because there was like six of us in the car dying laughing. And uh, the name stuck. Yeah, 16 years later, I've been the action man. Wow. That a great, what a great story. Behind Usually it's just something somebody in training called the person. You have a real story and a great one. But technically it's 20, 36, 20 years later. Shit. Wow. Yep. Yeah. 20 years later. <laughs> And that's always going to be a great story. Like you're never going to tell that story and have someone not enjoy it. My girl, no, my girl, my girlfriend. Every time she hears it, she just looks at me like, like you're telling this story again. I'm like, yeah. I was 16, let it go. Yeah, and people are asking, <laughs> so you have to tell it. It's a good one. It's it's one of the it's one of the more fun names. People, I hate when people give themselves like nicknames at a certain point. I'm like, nah, this this was a nickname earned through uh, teenage stupidity. So I'm proud of it. Yeah. How's your uh, how's your rib feeling? I know you're a little sidelined with something. Uh it's it's good and bad. It's weird. So thankfully for the UFC guys, you guys don't know. Like, uh, especially when you're in camp, the UFC's got you got really good insurance in the UFC when things go wrong. That's so good. I've got like stem cell injections a lot, like in the like in the rib to uh just in the cartilage trying to heal a calf. So that sped it up a lot. Uh I, I sparred yesterday, which wasn't bad. I sparred twice since. It's not bad. I got to be careful and go light, pretty light. I can't grapple yet. Um, wrestling, I tried to wrestle once, and just the pressure oh. from, like, I can punch fine. I can take impact fine. But, like, trying to move somebody and, like, you know, you got, like, say you got a body lock and try to turn. Oh, it feels like my freaking ribs, my ribs are collapsing. So we're not there yet. But, like, you know, a few more weeks, I'll be good to go. 
The rib thing is strange, man, because I've never had it, knock on wood, but obviously rolling around jujitsu for 30 years, I've seen a million rib injuries. And there's nothing you can do. There's, you just got to chill. It sucks. The weirdest like, thing, you just got to chill. You can't really do much. It's so, it's so fucked up because like the weirdest thing is, I'm mean, talking to the doctor and this happens. And I'm like, okay, she's like, are you fighting soon? I'm like, yeah, like, you know, like six weeks. And I'm like, what's the, I'm like, how long take to heal? She said, well, it'll heal eventually. I was like, what does that mean? She just like, eh, it'll heal. I'm like, when? And she just shrugged. And I was like, what prognosis is that? Yeah, like, she should be able to guess. She, yeah, no, but the thing is that everyone's like, bro, like, she's like, it could be, you could feel better in four weeks. It could be 10 weeks. Like, you don't know with like ribs and cartilage. She's like, I separated oh. her. And then I tore the cartilage cap. So she's like, it'll heal when it heals. And that was the greatest prognosis ever. She's like, yeah, it'll heal when it heals. I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Did you, you do they put anything on you like a wrap? Do you have anything wrapped around you or is no, there just nothing? No, there's nothing. I mean, there's, like, you can, you can put like, she said if it's moving around, I could put compression on it, but that only made it feel worse. Oh. So it's literally, it's just, I spent, man, right after I pulled it, we had, right after we pulled out, I spent probably three weeks just sitting in a room playing video games. Like, I'm like, I can't go, I'm a guy, I don't like being under the gym. So I'm like, I can't go to practice. I can't be around fighting because it'll drive me crazy. Yeah. So I literally played like 18 hours of video games a day for three weeks just well, to like, I, I'm dead. It, it, it was unhealthy. It was getting yeah. really well, unhealthy. My, well, that's my next question. What video games were you playing? <laughs> Dude, so it's as, as as a nerd, it's been a good month for gaming, man. Uh, Boulders Gate 3 came out. Armor Core 6 came out. Starfield just came out. So I've there's like one game I sank 200 hours in. Another one I've got like 80 in. So it's it's, it's unhealthy at this point. Is but, that PC games? Is that PC? Yeah, PC. I, I, I was a console player. I have joined the PC Master Race because I have money now. And playing on PC takes money. So, like, man, yeah. it's, yeah, PC takes money. But now that I have money, I bought a PC, and I'll never go back to console. Oh, did you ever take, test the waters with the VR? Dude, I, I didn't. My son, my, I bought it for my son, and he does it. But even my son was like, Dad? you get motion sick and like sure. it's it's well known i have i have like my i have two weaknesses in life stairs and like motion sickness so like i'm really bad at going upstairs and like mo i get motion sick so easy so i bought it for my son let him test it out and he's like don't do this and my son knows me really well and he's like you'll get sick because like if you we did a one motion thing before at an arcade and i was like gonna vomit everywhere yeah. he's like don't do this i can like, see that I could see that. Jimmy has a little upset. I stuff. get very bad motion sickness. Do you take Dramamine? No, I don't. I don't take anything. I just avoid things to give me motion sickness. Like for me, like so on set last Saturday, one of my uh, one of my teammates, one of the uppercomer guys, we fought in uh in L.A. Right. So I flew out there. I didn't feel like waiting for my fight the next day, so we just drove back with him. And I knew this would be tricky because if I'm in a car not driving, I've got yeah. about thirty minute time limit before I'm violently sick. So I'm just like in the back seat, like head down, curled up, trying to go to sleep to like get through four hour drives. So I try, I try to avoid things to like, like trigger it. Like I'm so bad, man. Like it's it's my ultimate weakness, and it's such a stupid design flaw. But like, dude, you, you spin me around twice. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I Why can't do get... front. Bro, I, get... I, I can't do front rolls in jiu jitsu. I can't. I can do two, and I'm like violently sick. 
Yeah, I hated that in class too. They had us doing two two uh, sets of front rolls and then back rolls, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw up on the mat. Nope. I, I, I was like, I, why do they do that? I jog, I jog those, and like it's just well known. The coaches are like, it's fine because like, I'll do it. And I'm like, I'm going home, guys. I can't train anymore. Uh, so the coaches just laughed. I'll jog the front and back rolls. Like it's just not a thing I do. Yeah, I got my I got my my buddy. He's my buddy now. Um, BJ Baldwin. He's a, a race car driver, and he does like the doom buggy things in the desert. We were doing looking for a fight. So one of those was me jumping in a race car with him, right? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I this was one of the this was the worst experience I had on looking for a fight because we did some wacky shit on that show. And I swam with sharks. I jumped on a bull. I did some wacky shit. We were in the desert. Now there's an air hose in that thing. And it's like out of Mad Max, right? On this 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 race we were doing. Dude. Not even twenty, not even twenty minutes in, I started getting nauseous, and I felt like, sure. and the air hose wasn't it was getting warm air; it wasn't working right. Were you driving? How long we got? It ended up I, I, over another hour and a half. Now I'm already nauseous. I'm already in my in my in this show. I'm throwing up, just blah, 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 and I'm still. I'm. It was hell, and I couldn't. Yeah. You know, on a reality show, if I have to make them pull over on a race and let me out, I'm fucking ruined. For, I'm ruined. Yes. I'm, <laughs> I am. It's the equivalent of Dana standing oh. on that fucking Hawaiian fucking mountain and not jumping. I'm not having it. Oh. Just, I'm just fucking well, around. Why don't you just take Dramamine? Why don't you guys take like a, a, a less drowsy Dramamine? That really works. Because oh, no. I have the tolerance of like a six year old when it comes to medication. So like, if I take anything at all, Whatever maximum side effects are are gonna hit me right away. So like I I really avoid most medications because externally, man, I'm built like a brick shit house. I got blessed with great genetics. But the moment you start giving me things, I'm like, nope. If I drink, I get like a margarita in and I'm shit faced. Like I yeah. I have no tolerance for anything. Do you just fall asleep? Like I, if I take like a non-drowsy, because I get very sick too, man, in cars, if I'm not driving, the, doing those rolls in class, I hate like any of that stuff where there's motion, I just can't do it. There's been times where uh, like uh, I, I was training a little Muay Thai, I should just say being shown, and I'm moving to the left and I started to feel nauseous because we were kind of going in a half circle for more than one like rotation. <laughs> Nothing is what I have. There've been times I'm sparring and like, you get those guys who like, I think Ian Gary did it to me last time. I was like, motherfucker. He's like circling so hard in the cage and I'm like chasing him and I'm gradually getting sick. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, please stop. But like, no, what's messed up is my most, like one of my, one of my most traumatic memories ever is like, I'm from Ohio. We used to have the Ohio state fair, right? Like every summer, all this shit in Columbus, all this shit goes down. It's this giant, like, unsafe, carny run fair that's state. It's crazy. Super unsafe. Looking back at it, I'm glad they stopped doing it. <laughs> there was this, uh, do you guys remember from, like, those, uh, those, uh, they're not like the Ferris with like, the spaceship saucer things. You lean on the wall. And it's oh, yeah. Gravitron. The Gravitron. Yeah. Gravitron. force, Dude, yeah. That is one of my most traumatic childhood memories. It's being on that thing. It being, like, oh, my God. I was so sick, I couldn't yell for help. So I'm just stuck on there. And like, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm 36. So I was probably like seven or eight years old. And that is one of the most traumatic memories of my life. It's like, bro, I can't, I fear that thing so much. And like, if there's ever a time, like, go to the Gravitron and everyone dies, I'm like, you guys are fucked. I'm not doing yeah. it. Have yeah. Have you, I, 
Jimmy, I vomited. I just want to add that in. Adventure Land at the Gravitron. You know, you go around, you're stuck against the wall. I did it twice in a row. I vomited. It sucks, yeah. All over the I remember crawling off of that thing, like crawling down the ramp on my hands and knees in tears, (laughs) like just throwing it up. Have you, Chris, have you gotten good at, because you hate going being circled like that? Has it helped you with cutting off the cage? Like where you do it better almost as a necessity as opposed to, I, I just don't want to follow this guy because I'm going to get sick. Is that one of those things where you're like, I better cut the cage quickly? Yeah, I, 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 we, 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 I have to take deeper steps because like if I'm just following you like hard, I will make myself vomit. So I have to take like deeper steps. Especially we worked on backing out and going back, which just like, you know, it fixed the problem. But there are times when I'm like, you know, like with Ian, I was there for Ian, like trying to be somebody else. So I'm fighting differently. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I just need to pressure him and like just chase him. And I don't do that normally. And when I did do that, I was like, oh, that's why we don't do that. But that's exactly why we don't do that. Again, that was a mistake. (laughs) <laughs> your, your next opponent's gonna watch this and just start running in a fucking circle. That's what I'm thinking about cutting the cage. Yeah, and the next guy will it's, see this it's, and know. It's cool because I won't do that normally, but I was trying to be somebody else for him. So I was like, okay, I've known for years that I can't do that. So when people start doing it, I just try to disengage and like just start over from farther away. But I was like, he's got a fight coming up. I just need to chase him down and get to him. And I was like, oh, this is a terrible mistake. Like I've, I've made horrible decisions. Yeah, that's the worst feeling, man. That that's that helpless feeling of being nauseous somewhere and the motion is still continuing. Like when yeah. when you get out of the car, there's no better feeling than when you get out and you're like, all right, probably I'm not gonna puke. Like I think I got this. But so that feeling when you're getting sweaty, like you get like we are waiting for that bile t- once you get the bile taste, you're like, Oh, it's coming. You're like, Oh man, yeah. fuck your mouth gets wet. Yeah, like it really your mouth starts to fill up. Yeah, it's the fucking worst. It's the back of the mouth, you're like This episode of UFC Unfiltered, it's sponsored by VChain, the official blockchain partner of UFC. Now, as we gear up for November's massive UFC 295 card in the iconic city that never sleeps, VChain is granting you a chance to go beyond the octagon at Madison Square Garden in New York City, allowing you to experience the thrill like never before. Don't miss out on your shot at winning the ultimate UFC experience. For your chance at VIP tickets to UFC 295, you gotta head over to www.vchaingiveaway.com. Now, VChain is just letter V, letter E, chain, vchaingiveaway.com. Sometime between September the 1st and October the 15th to enter that's V-E-C-H-A-I-N giveaway.com. Digital technologies are the future and VeChain is building their foundations with advanced blockchain technology. VeChain helps people, companies, societies unite their efforts by contributing to tackling sustainability challenges together. By connecting blockchain technology with real world action, VeChain makes it possible to capture the value generated by data allowing people and businesses to be rewarded for positive environmental actions, which creates a powerful incentive mechanism for change. To learn more about VeChain, visit www.vchain.org. That's V-E-C-H-A-I-N.org. Will you follow them on X? That's the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. We call it X on this show. VeChain official. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. 
at 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. you Chris because you're friends with Sean Strickland and <laughs> I'm Sean's only now, friend <laughs> yeah. you might be his only friend and I, we've heard like Sean three of us. About, you know his desire possibly to kill someone did you ever think do you ever think like all right he jokes around about that a lot now picture you and him in a canoe fishing just you two do you ever think like all right you know what? He jokes around a lot, but now it's only me and him in his pond. What if he gets that fucking urge? I don't know. Now, I've never been worried because if he killed me, he'd have nobody to A, brag to, and B, who's going to help <laughs> him hide the body? So, like, he's got, yeah, like, Very I'm safe by default. Like, yeah, like, he's there. Like, because like, if he kills somebody, the first, I'll never have plausible deniability because he'll come tell me, like, Kurt, I killed a guy. And I'm like, hey, great. Now, like, <laughs> there, there goes my safety. Like, yeah. He'd probably be so like excited to talk about it. Yeah, he, oh, he would, he would, but he, he'd be like, oh, I'd hide it. Like, no, he'd be like, Kurt, I killed a guy. Because everything Sean does, no matter how much I don't want to know, I get the text or the call or the random like barge into my apartment, like, Kurt, guess what I did? And I'm just like, oh God. And the stories I've heard already, I'm like, why would you tell me this? Like, bro, like he's just walked up and just started talking about shit he's done. And I'm like, why would, why do you think I want to know this? Right. Now, do you, do you think he's do you think he's misunderstood or no? People understand them just fine. <laughs> uh, people people miss people understand him just fine. They understand what he puts out, and understand that. I don't think it's misunderstood. I think Sean uh, Sean shows people what he wants them to see, and like the thing is, like, I, I've known Sean for like. Uh, probably eight years now, like seven or eight years now, and like, you know, Sean's not a nice guy, but he's a good guy. Like Sean would be the first, you know, like if there's a house, if there's a house on fire, Sean's gonna be the Sean's gonna be the first guy to run inside. Like he he'll, he'll just do it. 
I'm not sure it's purely altruistic. I think he just wants to say I ran inside of a burning house. I'm a badass. But he'd be the first guy to do it. It's, it's the way he is. That being said, if Sean pulled you out of a burning building, you'll never hear how much of a bitch you were because you need to be rescued. <laughs> and like, you'll never hear the end of it. It'll, it'll be there forever. He's going to hold it over you forever. But he'd be the first guy to do it. So like he's a... He's not an easy guy to figure out. <laughs> yeah, what is the key? We like Sean. We've had him on the show. Uh, what is the key to maintaining a friendship with Sean? <laughs> people laugh. People laugh. They ask all the time. But it's just interact. There are, I tell people all the time, don't engage him. There are times, I tell people all the time, I'm like, don't just, like, he'll start, say, he'll start doing shit or saying shit. If you see us out and about, I either ignore, I don't engage him, I, will, I ignore, or I just walk away from him. There's so many times we'll just start talking about something insane and I just walk away. Like mid-sentence, I just walk away. I just, I just walk away. Sometimes he'll follow you. And if you don't engage him, he'll get bored and just like, all right, fine, I'll go do something else. But they're just like, you, you can't engage Sean on the insanity. That and like I, I know, like I know he's a he's a good dude. So but I don't take anything to heart. Like, you know, sure. there's been we've had real conversations about like, you know, about, about just stuff in general. The thing is, he's he's a very receptive dude. Like he's uh like <laughs> Sean and I had a real talk about racism because I'm like, you were pissing people off like back in the day. So we had a real talk about racism and like what that entails. And he's like, Oh, okay, I didn't understand. And he's like changed certain things he didn't say because we had that conversation. Like, people don't get Sean's not a nice guy. No one will ever call Sean a nice guy, but he's a good guy. And I've since I've learned over the years that A, you he's 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 gonna be him. Just don't take it personally. And B, 95% of the time, I just walk the fuck away. Like, you know what? I'm not doing this right now. Like, not have this conversation. Because if you engage him, you'll be there forever. He'll pull out his phone. He'll start finding facts. You're like, oh, my God, I'm not doing this right now. So just And he's, he seems very honest. Like, even though he might not always be right, but at least he seems like he's telling the truth as according to his from his perspective, which <laughs> I like about him. He says things that a lot of people think, or and he tells things about the way he used to feel in the past that a lot of people wouldn't admit. But he's being truthful. It's funny you say that because Sean and I fight a lot of times about re like reality and Sean's reality, and we have an argument. I have a long-standing belief that Sean occasionally jumps from different realities, or he'll say things. I was like, "This is not how this played out," but this is how Sean remembers it. So, like, his memory is very interesting, but he will tell things the way he remembers it. How accurate that is, like. It, it varies from subject to subject. I look at him sometimes like, what is wrong with you right now? But he'll tell things to the best of his recollection. But like the dude spars a lot. And he's been hit a lot. So I think uh, he, yeah. he may, may be a little up there. Now, does he have the ability not to make this a a fucking street fight and, and, to, and to follow maybe a game plan and or is he going to get hit and just fucking want to stand and bang? Because he has wrestling. He has the ability to wrestle. John's a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. yeah after, after, after the Usman fight, he, like, really settled down to becoming, like, a really, really, really good wrestler. I've seen this dude pay down, like, all Americans, D1 athletes. I've seen him bully light heavyweights. I've seen him bully a few heavyweights. Like, dude, he's, he's a phenomenal wrestler when he wants to be. It's just a matter of, like, Sean versus Sean's desire to like fight someone to the death. So like that's that that's the hard part to try to corral. Now and also this fight, because uh, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be Drake's Duplessis, 
And then I think he said he didn't want to fight him at this because of lingering injuries. So I'm really happy that Sean is getting this shot. Was he surprised when they called him for it? Uh, it was kind of weird for everybody because, like, it, it the call came pretty fast. And it was just like, I don't think – I think it shocked – more so it shocked everybody that Duplessis said no. We thought that, like, you know, when it first came up, it was just maybe – <clears throat> and you know, Duplessis would like, okay, like he'd go do it. But the fact that Duplessis like said no for that long, you know, like wouldn't budge, we were like, oh, this may be happening. So we were kind of laughing it off, like, all right, Sean's title fight. And then like, nope, Sean's in. We're like, oh sure, this is a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, right, this is actually happening. Like, yeah. But uh yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Like we we really thought uh they were gonna push the Duplessis fight hard. Because you know, after the beat they had, and sure, like, in the ring, yeah. Um, what what were his injuries? You know, the city's got nagging. Has, has he been specific about what it is bothering him? Could plus, I have, I have no idea. Like, I think I heard he had like a foot injury or something. Like, I, I I don't know. Like, uh, it's what I mean, it's, it's got to be pretty serious if you turn down your title fight because like, right. you've been. You've been like clamoring for that for a while, and like you know to just I don't know. I'm not. I I, I like drinkers. I, I do. I'm not gonna dog him. Like I just it's gotta it's gotta be pretty interesting to think that like you know it's it's gonna change your ability to fight that much that like you turn down your title fight. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, because he just come off a of surgery for his sinuses. I think for like he was breathing better. Apparently, he had really Ox- terrible breathing. Drinkers, yeah. Apparently, like yeah, yeah. it's a game changer. <laughs> And uh, what do you think now? And Sean obviously is a, is a is a very very tough fighter. Uh, he's got a great chin. I mean, he got caught by uh, by Pajeda, but then you know, so did Adesanya. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where he no hits hard. He, yeah. No, not at all. I mean, you know, he he punches hard, and he just happened to grab you. Uh, what what do you think? I know you're not going to give away his strategy, but what do you think Adesanya will be expecting out of Strickland? Ah. Uh. The, I think the trick is I I think Izzy's gonna expect the pressure. He's he's gonna expect the forward pressure. Um, I think if Izzy watching the watching videos, he's gonna really I think be banking on Sean being upright and just coming down the marching down the center because Izzy likes a few things. Izzy likes that left question mark kick. He likes to fade back and throw the right overhand, and he right. likes that cast kick. So I'm somebody who watches like video, not for my fights, but everybody else's fights. And I've watched every Izzy fight a thousand times at this point. And there's a uh, certain things he does. Like when he fought, when he fought, uh, I was just talking about this Costa. Uh, Costa likes to charge down the middle. He doesn't throw straight down the middle, but Costa will throw hooks up the middle. Izzy made him pay with that calf kick and he would fade back, bring his head offline and throw that right overhand. He also likes to sneak that question mark kick up there. If he backs up and you don't follow him and you, you know closely, you give him too much space, he'll throw that question mark kick up there just to uh, occupy that space. So Sean's a guy who likes to march forward, put pressure down, and like kind of ramp up volume as it goes. So knowing that, I think for me, and you know, is, let's be real. Like I know Sean hates Izzy. I'm not like a huge Izzy person. I think he's just a weird, really fucking weird guy, not in a great way. But Izzy's a great fighter. Beerman's yeah. a great coach. Like, so that, that's that's kind of the scary, like the weird thing is like, you're trying to outthink a really, one of the greatest fighters of this generation 
and another one of the greatest coaches of this generation has proved himself really well. So I'm just trying to figure out what his preferred path to victory will be. It, it, it's been a lot of branch, like freaking five D chess going on. Uh, I mean, I mean, if he was, I, I mean, I think it's the, the best bet would be to grapple. I mean, shit, but I don't know. Easier said than done. I know sure. one. Oh, yeah. look, 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 look at Whitaker and uh, Whitaker and Vittori trying to grapple him. It did not go great. <laughs> Yeah, it's true, man. I expect a little bit more from Vittori with that, to be honest, because he's a bit of a bull. Yeah, it's uh, smart. I, got, I mean, Blahovitz is the guy that, that got him down with some with some nice trips, you know. Blahovitz is also the size of a small SUV. <laughs> yeah, he's a <laughs> much bigger guy. Yeah. Yeah, Strickland's a, a taller gentleman, though. I mean, isn't he around that height? Like six one, six two. But I mean, he's just. The thing is, Strickland's such a strong human being. Like, it's genuinely concerning how strong he is sometimes. He's just like, he doesn't look like this super buff dude, but he's so physically strong and he can fight. He can keep like a high, high pressure pace, like pressure scramble, go, go, go for 25 minutes. And like, for pace wise, we can, I'll fight you for 25 minutes. But when you add his strength on top of it, it's something completely different. So, like, that, I don't think people realize quite how strong Sean is. And like, his ability to, like, he'll give himself a heart attack before he quits. That I think it's... Go ahead, Jimmy. Oh, sorry, but I, I was just saying, I think the thing that the first uh, uh, Pajeda fight taught people was that no matter how good Anasanya looks, I mean, again, he's just a man. Like, you know, if you can get into the fifth round, you still have a shot. You know, I, I mean, that looked like, I mean, because I think Izzy was up 4 nothing in that, if I remember correctly. Or maybe, no, no, I'm sorry, it was uh, 3-1. I think he was up 3-1 by the time they went into the fifth. Uh, so Strickland, no matter what's going on, if he gets to round five, he still has a shot at winning that fight. Well, here's the thing, too, you got to remember. Look at the fifth round, the first Pajeda fight, to where, you know, Alex isn't a volume guy. Alex is not pressure a lot with offense he'll pressure with his body but he doesn't throw a ton like sean is somebody who just who ramps up his activity every single round he starts doing more and more and more and more and more so i think the longer the fight goes on like you know izzy has shown pretty good cardio to be able to go into you know fighting the fifth but i think the pressure pressure wise it's very very different with between Sean and Alex, like Sean's activity rate is, you know, it's that, that's how he wins fights. Like, it's just, he likes to drown you. And in 25 minutes, like he just ramps up activity more and more and more and more and more. So I think that's going to be the biggest difference there. Okay. Izzy, I think Izzy feels that he's going to outclass him. I mean, Izzy's confidence is obviously through the roof. I um, no doubt that like striking he'll outclass Sean for sure. That's fine. Like it's your world champion kickboxer. He's going to outclass. He out like Whitaker is one of the best guys in the sport, and he outclassed Whitaker. That's yeah. fine. Like Sean's not going to beat anyone in a class battle of anything. That's not Sean's fighting style. Sean's fighting style is like okay, like we're going to freaking wipe our hands. We're going to fucking smear some blood on our face. It's not a matter of class. Sean's not like a highest class guy. Sean's a blood and guts fighter. Yeah. He's going to wear you down. He's going to wear yeah. you down. And those yeah, guys, I think Diaz is a guy too, that as the rounds go on, like one of those guys are a nightmare too, because it, it, guys that get stronger as the fight goes, I mean, there's just no way to prepare for somebody that's going to get, get less tired as the fight goes on. True. I love five round fights. I, I, I wish I could, I love five round fights. Cause like over 25 minutes, 
I was telling guys, you can be better than me for a round, two rounds, three rounds. We have five rounds. I'm going to beat you before that final bell. Like, I, how long can you be better than me? It's fine because, like, I know in 25 minutes I will beat you. I love five-round fights. And Sean's another guy who thrives on five-round fights. Like, he's got time to, like, you know, build up, ramp up, and go. So, I, you know, it's – yeah, he probably will get outclassed. Like, probably will. That's Izzy's probably at the peak – he's at the peak of that mountain. But – it's fine. That's not Sean's style. Like Sean's going to beat you up. You can be pretty and dance and do shit. Sean just wants to hurt you. Let, let me ask you while we have you here, Chris. What do you think of that co-main, Taya Tuivasa versus Alexander Volkov? Uh, Volkov's on what? That's a, that's a co-main? Yeah. That's the co-main. Uh, Volkov, Volkov Tuivasa, yeah. He's on a, uh, a two-fight winning streak there. And it's quite the opposite for uh, Ty. Ty's on a, a two-fight yeah. losing streak. I thought Ty was on a goes on a skid. That is really that is a skid. Yeah, he, well, he's losing a he lost a couple. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh Volkov won the last few. One last couple, I should say. I'm guessing because it's in Australia and Tuivas is so you know, that's more of a hometown thing. But yeah, you're right. He's on a yeah. two fight skid. It's definitely uh to put butts and seats to sell tat. That's man, I like Tatsuo Vasa, but who did he fight last? He got like it was uh uh Pavlovich. Oh yeah. Dude, which so? Oh wait, Pavlovich. Which one's the puncher? Is that Pavlovich or so you're Pavlovich? Yeah, it's still okay. gone before that. Uh, dropped him. Yeah. Who's, who's the guy who's fighting now? Volkov. Who, who is this? Is this the grappler? Volkov, Romanov, uh, and Rosenstruck were his last two fights. Ah. Uh, oh. Oh. And uh, he, he's a stri- he knocked those guys. Down. Yeah. He, those guys out with strikes. Yeah. Man, I like Taito Avasa. I think he's. The only the only issue is being like a shorter brawler and at heavyweight, it's such a double edged sword, right? Yeah. Because like for the guys that aren't at the peak, they're gonna be a bowling ball, just run through them. But guys like uh have the last have and gone, like guys that have better range control and aren't gonna panic, like yeah. dude, he gets lit up. And like, you know, at heavyweight, getting lit up is like a you know, it means you're going to sleep. Like you, you can get lit up at 85 and still survive. You can get lit up kind of, you know, like 70 and be fine. You can lit up at heavyweight. Your brain's turning off. That's a weird match. It's a yeah. tough one. It's a tough one for Ty. But uh, he's, a, he's a do or die guy, literally. Like, I love Ty to a boss. I fucking love him. But like, that's a really rough match. Especially coming off of losses, that's hard. I'm going to take Tuivasa in this. I, I think Tuivasa gets in there, and uh, I, I think he finds a way to land, um, and, and I think he stops Volkov. I, I think he finds a way to stop Alexander I hope Volkov. so. I don't know anyone that doesn't like Ty Tuivasa. He's yeah. just a good – I mean, he's just a – I'm more so kind of bothered. It's a really shitty fight to get coming off of a skin because, like, what's big? I don't know if you guys know – I guess Matt knows it for sure. When you've lost – it it takes it's a little especially if you get knocked out it takes a little bit to get your confidence back because you question things you're like okay like i've been there to where i'm like am i not as good as i thought i was and like is my chin going like have i been figured out like you know it's there's some questions you got to get answered so it's hard to get like i have a two fight skating as two of the best guys get beat so now you're definitely like man like am i good enough then you got knocked out you're like is my chin gone and I give you another hard, hard guy. That's hard to deal with, man. That that's really, really, really hard to deal with. That sucks. Yeah. 
I, I think he gets it done, though. I'm, I'm going to take, not that I don't like Volkov, but I, I just think that Tui Vasa uh, finds a way to win this fight. I, I hope he does, because I hate to see him lose three straight. I just like Tui Vasa, so I'm he's, pulling for Tui Vasa. Like, yeah, you can't not like him, right? You can't not like Tui. Tui he's a great dude. But Tui Vasa and Volkanovski, I wanted to be mad at Volkanovski all the time. I'm like, he's just such a good dude. Yeah. But I love Volkanovski. I tried to be mad at him. I'm like, oh, I can't. Now, would you, <laughs> would you do a shooey? Uh, no, like, no, nah, that's, that's, so the thing, no, it's just, no, like it's all, it's an Australian thing. These people are like, it's nasty. I mean, I mean it's, it's Australian. Like, you, you live in a place where everything wants to kill you. So I'm not surprised you would do this. Like, oh, bacteria, whatever, mate. Like, yeah, it's freaking I, insane. I would, I would drink out of it, but I don't, oh, shoe, but you're going to spit in it. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's just uh, unnecessary. It's a, I, unnecessary. If you spit on anything in America, we punch you. Like that's 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 just like that's the agreement we've made as a country. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Ooh. we see that, and we're like, I would hit you. you yeah. that. Oh. oh, it's fucking gross. Oh, now I'm like thinking about it. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's disgusting. Somebody hocks a loogie because it's not like a little just drip spit. That's someone going, Ugh. yeah, that's nasty. Bro, I would, oh, I would punch the shit out of you for even like offering this to me. Like we, like uh. we would start a fight right there. But I mean, like you live in a land where everything is trying to kill you at all times, so I'm not surprised they're unconcerned and have their strange Australian customs. Man, I don't know how they do that shit, man. I got these spider crickets at my school, and they they don't even do nothing. But they like wait, what? A spider? That was a spider cricket. I, I, it's a cricket, but they're pretty fucking big, and they look like something out of Jurassic Park. When you're killing them, you're, you feel like they're almost gonna be like, ah. like they got big heads, but they're disgusting. That's anyway, I'm not. I don't fuck with Jersey in uh, New York. That's exactly <laughs> why. <laughs> I went to take a nap in my lounge the other day at my school, and I fucking. I'm like, what am I itching? And I got up and it was a fucking cricket. I'm like, oh, I Sarah killed my spider crickets. <laughs> so, Chris, we appreciate you coming on. And But before we, we're going to wrap the show up, before we do, what is your prediction for the fight? I know you got Sean. How do you see Sean getting this done? Um, in, in a perfect world, give me a fourth round submission. Oh, fourth, fourth round submission, fourth round TKO. Okay. Uh, maybe fifth, fourth or fifth round TKO. I think Sean has the ability to just like make it miserable. And uh, one thing grappling with fighting with Sean and training with Sean is that he will make he thrives in those late rounds. And once he feels any weakness from you, he wants to beat the he, yeah, he wants to enjoy that weakness, right? And uh, you know, so you give me a fourth, fifth round TKO. Thank you, buddy, very much. Anything you want to promote before we wrap up? Man, no, nah, not at all, man. I'm just living life. Only thing I'll say is, uh, I'm really sick to my stomach about this, but really excited to uh see my boy go out here and like you know try to accomplish that goal that we all set out for. So, I don't want to plug anything, I just want to say, I don't, you know, we never say go, I don't believe in good luck. Good luck's for people who don't work hard and work yeah. really hard. So, uh, tune in, guys, and uh, happy hunting, Sean Strickland. Hey, hey, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Chris very before much. Before we let you go, though, when you have a fight, and I, I'm with you with that whole luck thing, but if somebody goes, hey, good luck, do you bother saying that to them, or do you be like, all right, thanks? Do you bother? Isn't it easier to be like, all right, thanks? Or if someone says, hey, man, good luck, do you say, luck has nothing to do with it. Do you go that route or not even? It, it, it depends. It depends on who you are. If you're a regular person, it's fine. They're like, it, it, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to, like, do this. 
if you're another fighter and you tell me good luck, I'm like, don't do that. If you're a fighter, I'll tell you, like, don't, don't, don't do that. Like, do, do not do that. That's, that, that's terrible luck. Don't do that. Like, that's like true. luck is for those who don't work hard. Like, you know, we work hard. So if you're a fighter and you deserve to be here, understand that luck's got nothing to do with it. All right. Well, hopefully you heal up soon. Um, good luck with the ribs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's different. Yeah, that's, it's all luck, man. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you before your next fight. Much, all right, thanks, guys. Much appreciated. Okay. You guys Thank you, fun. Chris. All right, see you, buddy. Thank you, Chris. And uh, in closing, Matt, we should just say UFC 293. What an amazing uh, main event. Uh, Sean Strickland, who I'm so happy for getting this shot against, uh, you know, arguably the greatest of all time, Israel Adesanya. Um, September the 9th is Saturday. 6.30 is the prelims, and uh, they're on uh, Fight Pass at ESPN+. Plus. 8 o'clock on ESPN uh, and ESPN Plus is, of course, the prelims. And the main card, pay-per-view, it is absolutely worth paying for. And there's a really interesting tie to Ivasa Alexander Volkov, main, uh, co-main event. And I can't wait, man. This is going to be a great, great fight. Yeah, you know, I, I got my nephew's wedding, Zach Crosby. Okay. Oh, my, my little Zachy. Yeah, he's getting married, so that's nice. Hey, he's getting married. So there's that. And I know sure. that's in Australia, but don't you worry. Same bad time, same bad channel, right? And uh, who are you going to take in the main event? Let's pick the main event. You know, this is the deal. I really like Izzy. I think Izzy's got such – he's a brave guy. He's a talented guy. He's not afraid to take risks. He's a warrior. He likes anime. But I'm going to go with Sean Strickland only because you know I'm a sucker for an underdog. Yes. I think Izzy finds a way just to, I think he, uh, Strickland is so tough. I think Izzy finds a way just to kind of, st not, you know, stay away and do what he does and land punches. And I think he finds a way to win a decision. Yeah, well, you know, go ahead, play the safe bet. Well, I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, I uh, well, I, now I'm just being mean. I'm sorry. I know. There's no, because I, 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 I can't, I like Sean, but I also <laughs> like Israel. And um, I just think that Israel has proven that no matter what somebody brings, he finds a way. Uh, with the exception of Blahovich, I mean, uh, I mean, I thought Paulo Costa was going to be a very scary fight for him, and he really demolished Paulo Costa. I think that for the to win, Sean's going to have to utilize that wrestling that he's that we're, that we're hearing about. Yeah, you know that. Oh boy, I had a little something in my throat. Jimmy, I had a great. This kind of flew by. Thank you to Chris Curtis. What a great guy to hang out with us. That yeah, was fun. really fun. Always, always a great, uh, always a great uh, guest and a great talker. And uh, we'll see each other soon, Matt. We'll talk over the weekend. Not soon enough. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Bye, folks. Bye, buddy. <laughs> Later, pal. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms. 
then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.